This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. remember how Star Wars <laughs> themes go. <sighs> well, I, I wish I could have Jason do the Marvel theme at the beginning of this, but that doesn't work. So do we want a little John Williams? I mean, or? same parent company. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, well, here we are, everybody. Uh, the gang is back together again as we launch into a basically a new season of Snark Monkey as uh, I am revamping this whole thing. Yeah. And in 2020, Ooh. you will... Yeah. There will be more snark to come, but I figure what a great way to wrap up one era to begin a new one, and yay. Um, Your enthusiasm is overwhelming. I'm telling you, folks, this is... We're going to build a better monkey. You sound more excited than I do on a school day. Thanks. Uh, We're going to hear from you in just a minute, young lady. (laughs) Let's go around the room and tell everybody who's here. My name is Larry Morgan. I am the host of the Snark Monkey Podcast, which will continue to exist well into 2020. With me today is TV writer, producer... Uh, Hollywood extraordinaire <laughs> man person uh, Trey Calloway is here, everybody. Hello. Happy to be here. Uh, actor who you've seen in so many things and uh, just a, a man about town is Chris McGann. That's Chris me. the McGann Hello. McGann, everybody. McGann. Uh, star of stage and screen, also a writer producer in his own right. J.K. Jason Kelly was cracking. Uh, we have uh, another oh, another producer type person who is also involved in the television industry, Mike Ambers, and would you introduce our guest yes and uh with sitting uh here or standing here immediately to my left is my daughter jessica yeah jessica, jessica. i'm not getting paid enough for this yeah no <laughs> none of us are party. welcome to hollywood kid <laughs> none of us are this is this is one of those lessons you get to learn jessica and uh speaking of not getting paid for this uh, <laughs> uh musician actor uh uh roommate for the moment yeah. If anybody has uh, a two-bedroom apartment that they would like to rent out for cheap in the Hollywood area, please let us know. It is the great Alexander Morgan. Yes. Woo! Star Wars is great. I'm here for my allowance, and I'm bailing. Wow. <laughs> we get an allowance? <laughs> All right. Getting so. paid for it cheapens the thrill. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Well, let's see how you perform, kid, and then we'll talk. <laughs> I have so many thoughts and we have so many people in the room with so many thoughts i don't know how we're going to do this let's first off start with some parameters which is we will go for a short time uh with no spoilers and just give our overall impression we'll go around the room we need to do everything we can to not talk over each other in loud voices (laughs) like this is uh you know the family at thanksgiving who have (laughs) i I have a feeling we'll all be in the same boat. I had this big joke planned about how I went into this movie, and I was like, what's the deal with all the Ewoks, and why do they look so weird? Oh, wait, I'm in Cats. So I got that out of the way. Wait, 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 wait. I'm in, I'm, I'm in the wrong podcast. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, I will start with... Oh, actually, my- wait, Larry, before you start, I, I just I want to say something. But, mm-hmm. Yes, Chris. Uh, not now, but like later before the before the podcast before the podcast ends. Right. I just wanna, I just wanna, you know, it's it's, it's just not the very right time. Possible we will allow you to speak. Uh, no, no, no. Just, just you know, it's it's not a big deal. It's okay. just like like all later, right. just later. Okay, all right. <laughs> Anybody else have some issues? They, they want to have work to have out? a sequel just for that moment. <laughs> oh man! Uh, look, man. Uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker is a uh, it's a big mess. It is a big. A bloated, weird uh, way to wrap up a legendary and uh, beloved saga. 
I am still processing it, and I saw it on uh, what Friday, Saturday morning. I don't even remember now. Time is just a blur. <laughs> I am I am reaching into other dimensions to try and get my time back. Uh, look, I didn't hate this movie. Um, I found things to love in this movie, but I was so bored slash confused slash disappointed until. I got some feels in the last 20 minutes <laughs> that was what I was waiting for for two hours mm-hmm. to get a glimmer of, which... Like a morphine drip. <laughs> if you're going to be hilarious, <laughs> get up on the mic. Like a morphine drip. My son, that he made it funny. So, Trey, initial yes. initial thoughts, just nutshell, uh, let's hear it. Nutshell, to me, the movie is a warm, well-worn blanket. It's a a little threadbare and musty in places. I fell asleep curled up in it at times. <laughs> did you but literally I, fall asleep? At, at one point I did. <laughs> now that may have had something to do with the couple of glasses of wine I had at the Arclight Bar, but uh, the truth is I still curled up in it. Yeah. So... All right. Well, okay. General. We'll we'll delve in a little further. Chris, do you want to talk now or later? Uh, uh well, it, that part we'll talk about later. But uh, um, I have kind of a similar feeling, but in the opposite way. For mm-hmm. me, this movie committed the biggest sin it could have made uh, by making me walk away. Go meh. Like there was stuff in in Jedi that I hated. There was stuff in Jedi I loved. I walked away from this going, okay. Well, that was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> Jason Kelly. I stopped being a purist after uh, Return of the Jedi, Um, so I didn't expect anything other than what we got coming from this director. Oh, interesting. All right. Uh, And so I enjoyed that part. Okay. I said, I'm going to go in and just watch this movie. I'm not going to expect anything. I'm not going to have any high hopes for anything. I want to see some nice lightsaber battles. Couple chases, some things blowing up, yeah. some shit blew up. Yeah, you got that. And I got all of it, and I went, "Okay, good. I'm I'm done with the franchise. Yeah. I can move on with the rest of my life now." I waited 42 years. Okay, there was you a war. There was, was a war. Stars, <laughs> there were backflips. You might be in a more of a zen place than any of us here. Yeah, and I, just, uh, I, I let go after the what was the last one? Last Jedi. Yeah. After that, I went, "Oh, this is what he's going to do with all these." Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, I don't have to raise the. He's not going to raise the bar right. anymore. He's just going to give me what we've had before. That's yeah, right. Keep on going. Right. I think we all had a little bit of. Well, I'll get to it, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we all kind of grew up a little bit in this movie. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, the past is over. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Mike Ambers. I, I kind of went into it with a, a similar uh, philosophy as, as Jason here. I, I when you go in with managed expectations, there you're. You can't lose. Right. And and I got exactly what I wanted out of the movie. I, at points, even really enjoyed it. And I did get hit in the feels a couple times. Uh, is it too long by 15 minutes? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are there scenes that could have been excised? Absolutely. And I'm sure we'll do a deeper dive on that, too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know what? I'm a fanboy and... But uh, it can live in, on its own, and I'm, I'm I walked away pretty satisfied. Yeah. Considering the negative buzz it had on it immediately, um, yeah. it was easy to lower expectations if you were aware of that at all, which is what I did. Uh, Jessica, can you give a little background on Jessica's uh, uh, history with the Star Wars franchise? Yeah, Jessica's history with the Star Wars franchise is not as big as uh, perhaps I would like. She is definitely... <laughs> she's, I tried. She's a geek, and she d- d- definitely gets into geek culture, but sci- Star Wars is one of the things that she just doesn't 100% jibe on, but that doesn't mean I haven't taken her to all the movies since the new ones since they've come out, and she knows... She knows uh, enough about it and loves geek culture in and of itself anyway. Right. So, so uh, Jessica, w- are you comfortable telling us how uh, old you are? Not now. <laughs> <laughs> you made it weird. Oh. Wow. I'm sorry. Now we all have to go around and say how old we are. <laughs> yep. I think it. it's rude to ask a lady her age. Yes. Ooh, girl. Yeah, but tell us anyway. <laughs> no you pressure. Are, uh, give us a range. No pressure. I'm 14. All right, yeah, there we well go. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Alex, uh, I, I know it's not polite to ask a lady their age. <laughs> Older than 21. <laughs> okay. uh, your thoughts as, as somewhere in the middle ground here of somebody who did not grow up with the original, original franchise, you came into it in the 90s when the prequels came out and whatever. We've talked before on these podcasts about the impact that had on you. Uh, I'm curious about your perspective. 
Man, you see, I came in with managed expectations too, and I feel like I walked away more upset than all of y'all, and I'm not even like that deep in it. Um, I, you, have you guys ever seen the things on the internet where like you give a robot one sentence and then they pump out a script? Yeah. I feel like JJ just did that for this movie, man. It feels was it a bad robot? Ah! Ah! See, see anybody who knows the production? Ah, good. Okay, it's good. Wow. I think they're called droids. Uh-huh. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Did you have yeah. more thoughts? No, that's it. It but- sucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. can, can we just? Can we just? Really, all we got from Jessica no. was her age. No, can I wanted to get a general Sorry, did you feeling. Ask my opinion. No, I yeah. wanted to come back to you oh, after Mary. having the somewhat older. He used to be the youngest guy in the room, and now you are the youngest human in the room. What is your impression, Jessica? You know, Disney could have done worse. Oh. Disney could have done worse with the Star Wars franchise as it took over. And my other thought is Ray needs a costume change. Mm. Oh. Mm. I mean, she got it in the laundry. It went from gray to white. So, like, that's a big win. <laughs> it went back to gray after that, all the battles. That is, that is yeah. true. That is yeah, true. That's true. Well, it was dusty down in cell, so. It so is. What are you going to do? And how did she keep those gray. sleeves up the whole time without shoulders? I just don't get that. <laughs> yeah. How does she not trip over, like, the thing? Yeah, right. I know that we haven't had uh, any, we haven't seen any scenes of anybody doing laundry, which is interesting. Right, no. So where do we even begin? I uh, I will tell you that. And rise, or speak to <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carrie Fisher. I, I there's no way that I could uh, we could conceivably, at least from my standpoint, go through the story, the plot of this film. It is one of the most convoluted of the entire saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were things in this, and please feel free to chime in. There were so many elements of this movie that were so not part of what I'm used to. There were there were missions and journeys. Now, Last Jedi, uh, one of the things we picked on was that mm-hmm. kind of side trip that... Uh, Little Rascals in Space? Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> the trip to the casino city and that whole thing, which ended up being not very important at all. Yeah. Also, sidebar, I watched it on Netflix and skipped through all those scenes and made it a much better movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so here's a situation where we've got essentially them looking for a tesseract of sorts. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like uh, this mm-hmm. little, these triangles that, where did these come from? Why do they need these? Why did we need these? We Why did we, did we have to have that mission in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody? I mean, what? Uh, there were so many things where they were going on. I felt like this was. Uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, a Star Wars story. Like it was some sort yeah, of standalone right. yeah. plot that they had, and they tried to kind of lay it over the whole Star Wars well, saga. On the negative side of things, the biggest problem I had with it, and I was like, okay, this is Disney. You can't sit here and tell me in the media, this is the end of the Skywalker storyline, mm-hmm. and then name this shit the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> like, I'm not stupid. You know, I was born on day, but it wasn't yesterday. And I can read. I'm good with English. And that was some bullshit. <laughs> Even though I enjoyed the film. Yeah, yeah. It just, I go, oh, okay, I see what y'all trying to do. And you, you didn't get me. Like, it was interesting. The first thing I said to my wife when I was going in was, I'm just ready for this to be done. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed it. And what was interesting was we were going to go on Friday. And somehow or another, the download got messed up at um the grove oh really so all the movies were backed up by two hours that's uh, alex and and i had that force awakens uh, debacle same Uh, deal and so i went oh this is where we're at okay y'all don't even download and test stuff anymore you just (laughs) expect to work out my expectations have gotten lowered a little bit more which is probably why i enjoyed as much as i did and everyone was mega patient and willing to wait right yeah it was everybody's well (laughs) everybody's willing to wait we didn't because my wife was already asleep when we got there So, Mikey? So, uh, you know, it's interesting. I hadn't thought of it, but when you said, like, Rise of Skywalker, a Star Wars story, that would have been a good movie. Because Mm -hmm. if if there had been a standalone movie where they explained about, you know, the backstory, setting up, bringing in new canon to then propel Rise of Skywalker, that would have been a good story on its own. But introducing canon in the last chapter of a story does Mm -hmm. seem like a bit of a cheat. Yeah. Mm Trey, you were saying that it felt like uh, you know a warm, comfy blanket. Uh, that you, what were the things about it that made you feel at home and that you were in in good enough hands that you right. enjoyed it? Well, look, I mean, you could probably lob this same thing as a critique, but I mean, obviously, there was a short list of things that needed to be ticked off, boxes that needed to be ticked off to satisfy 
the older fans uh, in the room. So you know whether you're you're seeing every each and every one of the available, uh, whether living or dead, <laughs> original <laughs> characters. Uh, you know, uh, including Lando Calrissian. You know, all of that stuff. Being able to see. Are we into Are we into spoiler mode He's yet? In the trailer. He's in the trailer. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, no. I mean, just being able to see. Uh, from from the major characters uh, to 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 small you know one off sort of quick cameos uh, is a thing uh, that that I was glad was done. Yeah, things yeah. we liked. I mean, let's let's pull the positives out here. I mean, I I, I, I definitely enjoyed the familiar stuff as well. I, I I do have a theory about that. I want to talk later where I feel like we could have moved on a while ago. To me, one of the I'll get into criticisms here. The biggest issue is trying to juggle both the fan service with you know moving mm-hmm. this new storyline and trying to tie them together. But um, I, I was at first a little wary of the three PO uh, you know journey that he had. I ended up kind of liking that. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't go far I, enough for me. Yeah, what's that? It didn't go far enough. For I agree. Me. Yeah, it could. It was I, a great, interesting opportunity. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I agree. Exactly. And then it just kind of got resolved, mm-hmm. and, and it was fine. Um, Which I think was my biggest beef with this in a lot of ways overall is like everything they set up got resolved immediately. Yeah. nothing was earned. That's right. Nothing was earned. Right. But I, I, you know, I, I said I, I did get the feels like in that last twenty minutes. I, I do think that in in some ways the the resolution managed to put a little balm on some of the agitation I was having. There was kind of a wrap up to everything mm. that that while not satisfactory, at least manipulated me enough <laughs> in the moment that I that I had the little tingles and I had the little oh. I, I will tell you, I, Wait, I the, the wrap up on Tatooine. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, hmm. 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, I was looking for any moment where I could uh, look. Uh, the The Force Awakens to me was a really powerful movie. Mm-hmm. I yes, uh, and, and I I will defend that one forever because I think it did everything I wanted it to do. It reintroduced me to these characters I haven't seen in so long. It introduced new characters that told me where there was a new story to be told mm-hmm. and. Kind of now, it's easy to do this in hindsight. I'll just jump to this theory. I mean, in my mind, if I were rewriting things right now, I would have let The Force Awakens pretty much almost be a standalone movie as it was Mm -hmm. and let Han, Luke, and Leia's stories basically wrap up there Mm -hmm. and and then let this new generation. Star Wars, the new generation. Yeah. Ah, you can take that. Um, then he let probably them... will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll Disney probably cast Jean-Luc Picard Di- in the role. Disney's lawyers are listening in. They've already got the contract they, up for you. Exactly. Yeah, they've, they've got everything trademarked. He's going to be part of the new generation. I'll sign up. Uh, Do 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 One, the robot. Yeah. And uh, we'll just we'll just use the droids to propel it forward, like we did R two yeah. and, and C three PO. But I, baby be. Robot. I would have enjoyed the Last Jedi instead have been the first chapter mm-hmm. of of Poe and Ray. Yeah, yeah, and, and then just move on from there. Yeah, and and Finn and yeah. let them and, and instead of all those kind of side plots they were trying to cram in and then make everything tie up in this third one. I I loved seeing Han and Chewie. I I, I would have enjoyed seeing more Luke in in first one. We had plenty of Leia in that first one. Let them wrap up that story, and then we could have moved on. And Again, easy to say in hindsight, but what I felt like in this one especially is that we were trying to balance so much fan service and so much of these new people's storylines that you – and introducing new droids. I mean, I would have been fine – with R2-D2 and C-3PO being retired in the first yes. movie and let BB-8 and no. and this new guy, Dia. But, Forgettable boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got so many elements going on and I didn't yeah. care about almost any of them. And not to mention Kylo Ren, which had boy, the potential boy. to maybe be some kind of villain, but he just turned into... Uh, emo healer boy. I don't. I don't know what That's, this movie was. He, he's what happens when Hot Topic uh, gets the force. <laughs> I think you just took my life. Oh, wow. so that's where you get your best material from. <laughs> Hot Topic, yes. <laughs> see, I, I was going to say it was just nice to see J.J. Abrams stealing something from the Phantom Menace instead of just the original tr- trilogy about Kylo Ren. So, because he's a he's a lot more he's a lot more prequel. 
bad guys in Hayden Christensen than he is in this one, mm. at least. Kylo Ren is mm-hmm. just kind of like stands around and mopes. Yeah. So <laughs> I do think it's hard. I, I have more positives. This is not like me to, to be filled with. Yeah, the to, happy side of the things. Christmas yeah. spirit. Right? Maybe that's it. <laughs> I mean, well, I want to ask. Are, more of my there, positives are you require okay? the ability to speak to specifics. But but I will say, in in while we're still in the realm of generalities, there were some moments that I found to be satisfying and interesting explorations of that classic battle between the Force and the dark side. Mm. Uh, on on singular character levels, but also in terms of the relationship between uh, characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, All right. I, I will tell you that I liked the idea of uh, Kylo Ren and Rey having yeah. this connection. Yes. And I think in terms of kind of uh, technically those scenes where they were kind of in their in each other's dimension, yeah. I I thought that was effective in, in The Last Jedi. And I thought it was very effective here mm-hmm. until they started being able to sure, transform. For objects back and forth, and it was like, oh, that's convenient. Um, and then you basically have uh, the climatic scene of Die Hard with the gun behind the, <laughs> the head, which, you know, if you're going to borrow from a Christmas movie, right. yep. hey, why not? <laughs> It's not a Christmas movie. It's definitely a Christmas movie. 100%. You're going to lose this one, kid. I told you. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, that's a whole different podcast, Jessica. I You'll be on that one. I did enjoy this, uh, the, the scenery, the mm. cinematic scene. Yeah. Seeing the old cruisers and the, yeah. the Death Star and just seeing these worlds that had been impacted by the distant past yeah. and where they were now, um, I enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed how they kind of started to unpack the stormtrooper storylines. Mm-hmm. I really actually appreciated those a little bit more than I did in the past. Cause I always was like, who are these dudes in these right. masks that run around and they can't shoot and always get hit <laughs> yeah. by a handful of people. But then we kind of realized, Oh, these are human beings that were just kind of taken again. That would have been, that would have been great if we'd been sure. focused on these newer characters sure, so right, that we, we could have learned more about Finn's history or even, you know, found people that he had been, in, in service with, in service yeah, with, yeah, and and recognizing, oh my God, you were you were that dude. How mm-hmm. they would know each other, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yep. Um, why don't we go ahead and head into uh, the details that could be spoiler filled? Sound and- the klaxon. They all die. <laughs> no, except Rogue One. Oh, oh, you can't man. fool me. Not all. <laughs> Not all of them. Uh, Chris, die twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is, there is canon. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, Alex. Yeah. But there is canon for that. So is there? Yeah. It shouldn't. Darth Maul. No, yeah. it yeah. shouldn't be. Yeah. It's such a cheap. Well, code. but and and this movie made that canon because we had voices in there from Rebels and from mm-hmm. Clone Wars. All yeah. the all the Jedi's, all the cartoon Jedi's yeah. that make. You know, so, so I mean, really, really it's canon bad canon, but it is canon. That was not invented so, so. for this. this is, I do have a genuine question yeah. about that. What are the laws of physics where Jedi get to either disappear into their clothes or have to be burnt on a ceremonial thing? Of I understand uh, you. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Why do some get to to transport naked and others have to be burned alive? Also, as long as we're on that tack, why do Jedi's get uh, pretty glowy green, you know, or blue outlines around them where just somebody's memory of a person gets a nice clear uh, as if he's standing <laughs> that's, there? It's a great question, too. Yeah. Also, why do not all Jedi's get clear blue things? Because I didn't see a Ben Solo at the end hanging out with his mom and uncle. And Kylo Ren probably was still at... at customs or something he didn't get to make it for the oh is that what it is he had to check his his helmet flagged him and so they had to go in TSA where do they go when they just disappear into their clothes they're just into the force Force. there's a Billy Eilish song about that there's a Billy Eilish song about that so if they disappear into the force somebody else can just have a piece of somebody dead in them yeah I mean well, and free yeah. cl- free robe. Well, let's yep. let's talk about the healing. Uh, I mean, the, 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 life, healing the life force healing <laughs> thing. I I saw that. You had to see that coming. Well, yeah, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, you had. To, I mean, we saw it coming. I'm just saying, why couldn't we use that on Yoda a couple couple seasons ago, or a couple of episodes? Well, a couple. Of, you know what I'm trying to you say. You know, that's an interesting why point. Why is it that the Sith can regenerate like that, but Jedi? 
don't. Well, they said there's dark arts. They yeah. Yeah, that. That's true. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll allow yeah. that. Well, the I, I don't have a choice. I'll allow I'm that. at least happy they didn't go the extra step, which I assumed they were going to do in the moment of her healing him in return, and everybody right. walks off happily right. ever after. And then it's yeah. 25 minutes of them healing each other back exactly. and forth. <laughs> I, I thought I'm they were going to do it anyway. Such, it's I'm the fight you. from Endgame. Something, <laughs> I, uh, and, uh, something I buy from that is actually a point you made up, or you you said earlier, about the, the sort of uh, light side, dark side yeah. kind of coming to to a head in this one. And I do kind of feel like that was an interesting thought in terms of finding balance in the force again. Right. That, you know, this typically dark art-centric thing becomes used for good or for, for you know, a, a positive moment, which mm-hmm. I kind of buy that in that, in that dichotomy, but mm-hmm, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, here's another thing that occurs to me, and in the moment it, it felt it was disappointing, and Look, they knew they were going to be saddled with it, but the uh, the attempt to integrate Leia into this oh, story was boy. so rough. And yep. look, I don't know, I don't have a solve for you because uh, obviously that death w- uh, was put everybody up against it. Yep. But the sparse amount of footage that they were able to find and relegating General Leia to basically four lines that they forced into fitting and then a body double from behind, which, I mean, you know it, you know that you know it, but the character suddenly just disappears into a couple of sentences in reacting to everything. Reminds me of that episode of Community where they only had like four lines of uh, Senor Chang and they were trying to capitalize on his his thing that like their space cop movie. That's what this this really reminded me of because they they were they were forced into some weird writing holes to make the the lines that they had work. That was I mean, that I, was try, rough. I, think, it a, I think it could have been much more effective if they had just done with less of it. Yeah. Like yeah. they were trying to squeeze the turnip as far as they could. Well, look, you're could. a showrunner. If if that sort of situation happened to you, a major character that they they didn't want to replace on a show. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some emergency game plan on that. I mean, I also I mean, I think they kind of missed an opportunity with the last Jedi. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. she died. Yes. And yeah. we maybe could have let, we let, her, let her go. I mean, sorry, we but we could have let her go cuz by the way, her resurrection in space and her floaty oh. uh, space swim back to whatever <laughs> was one of the the most laughable elements of that movie to me and uh, I'm sorry but why did she disappear the second her son did that's just like simultaneous well, death she was connected to him yeah, yeah. she gave her life force she but long distance force, yeah, yeah but, uh, but Luke got to do that for like a whole like ship battle so what is he sexism <laughs> but Luke was a Luke, Luke was a practicing Jedi and yeah. she was just kind of she, she practiced halfway. halfway. She did half a journey. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she's a girl, so she's weaker. Yeah. <laughs> well, Luke has a Class C license, and she only has like a Class A license. She's only she only do short distance. Look, if they had to do it, they just could have done with less of it. It yeah, could have yeah. it could have all boiled down to even just a memory that someone had of which her, which honestly could be the subtitle of this movie. Uh, well, Ooh. that's probably true. Less of it. It's probably yeah. true. Less of the. Jam. Any other details that we need to go? Over? I mean, I, what's what's interesting here is that past Star Wars movies. Movies, we've been able to talk for an hour and a half, and I have to cut everybody off. But I, we don't really have that much to say. I mean, uh, I think the the issue here is that we don't get to celebrate this franchise the way we should. Mm-hmm. We we are all, no matter how warm and comfy it is, mm-hmm. or no matter how upset we are about you know ruining our childhoods, oh, um, whatever the 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 balance is there. This wasn't the celebration it, it should have been, could have been. And again, I go back to Force Awakens, which I saw I saw three times, and I got emotional mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. I watched that mm-hmm. movie, which is why I kind of had high hopes for J.J. to maybe pull this off. And, and look, J.J. has his own thing, too, because we can look at his history, and it's very spotted. There are major highlights, and there are some... some Big moments of mm-hmm. of tanking storytelling wise, mm-hmm. uh, Super Eight comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, something high concept with all sorts of great elements that was just kind of there and didn't move the needle at all. Mm-hmm. So, how what could have in your mind, especially you, Alex, since you seem to have the most visceral reaction to it in the room, how could he have stuck the landing? I mean, I think I think that's it's easy for me to 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 be uh, the humdrum person and honestly I did have fuzzy warm feelings during the movie I did but it, to me it comes down to 
really boy I would have been fine almost with all of it until the kiss moment Ugh. that Ugh. that to I'm me sorry, that made so many fans happy though that but uh, honestly They're to me wrong. that encapsulates how little he really cared about these characters that felt like the most insincere rush thing and that's the thing like I'm not a canon head I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that dig over my head and I actually like the last two movies frankly like I'm not a hard customer to please but like there was a lack of respect for some of these new characters I think it was like what you were talking about earlier where there was just opportunities to flesh them out and to have our new happy ending not the ending we thought we wanted years ago they could have done worse than just a kiss Oh, explain more, Jessica. No, in front no, of your father. No, your well, I mean, she does know about uh, you know Luke and Leia's kiss back in, on Empire before oh, before we mean. knew oh, okay. you know. Right. <laughs> so this is not this is yeah. Um, I okay. loved seeing any of the lightsaber battles. I'm going yeah. to the positive. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. Loved the lightsaber battles. I love the amount of uh, intention they endowed the sabers with this time. Mm-hmm. They kind of always glazed over it in the last few, but this time around, I was like. Okay, yeah, they're 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 lifting these things back up to this these totems back up to this level of oh, this is actually this is you have to be skilled to have one of these. Mm-hmm. And uh, discovering that Leia had one, I thought was personally, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved rays that she had created at the end. Yeah. I thought that I've been waiting to see that color for a long time. Um, <laughs> the only thing that did bother me was I was like the desert backflip. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that what we're doing? That's in the trailer. Huh? I know it's in the trailer, but they didn't complete it in the trailer. They showed the trailer. They didn't show what she was going to do. Yeah. And would you preferred she crashed? No, I wouldn't have preferred she crashed. I would, I would have preferred they just did not do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get how dope she is. And anytime she was on screen, I was going, okay, I'm leaning forward and watching her do her yeah, thing. Because yeah, yeah. it's fun to watch her particularly work with the Force and be a master of yeah. it. But that was the one thing I went, okay, she's getting too many of these... Oh, I'm getting too many. She was getting too many Spidey senses. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. following him, chasing him, and always being right. I was waiting for some of those to not be right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But that one moment with her cutting off the wing of his ship. Was yeah, I think actually th- that that is a good point because I think in the past when we, we have seen that just because you have the force doesn't make you invulnerable. Yes. And I, and I've always liked that. It's because you do you still have to make a choice, you still have to lean into it and you have a, a way of going from I mean I think it's it makes it more relatable when suddenly you're almost bulletproof and you have I mean be better than everybody else, but I think you still have to have some flaws, and I, yeah, thought, yeah. I think that's what makes yeah. it interesting. And in fact, she she considers herself too dangerous. I actually really like the scene where she tries to strand herself on Luke's island, and that sort of was a nice little uh, you know character growth moment yeah. for me. Yeah, she felt more vulnerable to me uh, in good ways. On I had to look it up. It's called Kef Beer, I guess, the Ocean Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that was sort of some great gritty action that felt mm-hmm. a little more human and a little more. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just feel like around the time we were uh, had some momentum on something, there would be like the the humor uh, fell flat. Mm-hmm. You know, lines that were supposed to be funny were yep. just seemed kind of standard. There was a lot of this. Ray! <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of screaming so much, names. Yeah. a lot of names. Yeah. a lot that of names screaming. Michael Bay. Most and line. Yeah, right. what's that? That was Finn's most famous line. Yeah, yeah he yeah. said Ray yeah. many times. And I also felt like <clears throat> the, having. I know these people have kind of bonded, but they almost feel like they're way closer than they should yeah. be. Yeah, like they really yes. we rely on each other. Like Finn and Poe, and and the hug at the end. And it's like. Have you guys really even been around each other that much to have created this bond? I mean, I, especially because every time we see them, they're complaining about how long somebody else has been gone. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Like, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's half of what they say. You're absolutely right. I mean, in Last Jedi, Finn and uh, what's her face, Rose Tico, Rose, Rose who has yeah. been relegated basically to she's babysitter. Yeah, uh, she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang with uh, General Leia, um, which means we might as well both be dead <laughs> at this point. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they earned that. They didn't uh, any more than they earned. I mean, we were basically being force-fed. Uh, Jana's obviously telegraphed attraction for Finn. Like, I, mean, I understand that romantic triangulation is a big part of the whole franchise, but, like, it just felt clunky mm-hmm. throughout this one. Mm-hmm. They were trying to – I think this is one of the areas where Disney yeah. being involved gets in the way. Because you have, Romantic. even though I know, Trey, you disagree, you have the end of the Avengers Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. the way that they finished it up and the way that they were able to tie in a great number of loose strings and give us a relatively satisfying finish. I think they see that and go, oh, let's try to do that with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And there's just too much. You know, it's the difference between making movies over 10 years and making them over 40 I think, I think Chris okay, wants I- to... Jump in, or he, or he needs to take a break and it's, go pee. It's both. I don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, I, you, you bring up uh, Endgame, and it reminded me when all of the ships came out of the sky at the uh, at the end on the on um, wherever yeah, they were, yeah. the Exodar. Um, immediately, huh? Incel. Incel. Yeah, Incel. Incel. Uh, <laughs> immediately, I looked over at, at the one of the guys I came with, and I was like, "On your left." Because all of the ships just came out, and it was that same damn scene from the end of Endgame when everybody came back. That's, mm-hmm. That's part of the challenge yeah. we're going to be facing with these with these two universes that we know and love. Is that Disney is going to they they just replicate? I mean, it's nothing wrong yeah. with it, but they go this works over here, it should work over here, and that's when you go, no, yeah, it yeah, doesn't, yeah. guys. Yeah. You got to keep these things; these ideologies have to stay separated. All right. Well, then but, that leads me to maybe kind of next phase in this, which is uh, end of a saga, perhaps mm-hmm. not the end of Star Wars right. by a long shot. No, so no. here we have a, a brand. Basically, there's already. You know, a lot of talk about I have only seen one episode of Mandalorian, but it's created a lot of, of memes and buzz and it's doing exactly what it wanted to mm-hmm. do. I don't know yet if I've heard anybody say it's great. I've heard people say, yeah, it's pretty good. And maybe that's enough. Jessica, you're now you need to pee. <laughs> I thought it would grab your attention like it grabbed his. Yeah, it so. did. Yeah, anytime you need my attention, just start just bouncing. Just jump up and down, wave yeah. your hand. Do a little dance. <laughs> What's the hype over Baby Yoda? <gasps> wow, oh, she just really walks cute. away from the mic like, yeah. He, he's really cute. He's just cute. He's not he's a, that cute. He's cute he's and he's got pure powers. CGI. It's pure, well, part of it, he's not. Some of it is and some of it isn't. Yeah. But just he's, seeing Look, him he's memeable. So that, that I mean, look, this new, he's, this he's speaks, grown up gizmo. This speaks to no. a different generation who is looking. Don't feed him after 12. We're going to win. Especially coffee. <laughs> don't, don't. He'll eat your frog. That's, that's, look, that's a major problem. We, if we want to get into, into a, a rancor monster. And if just we want to go into a gremlin's rabbit hole, I'm more than happy. Don't feed him after midnight but there was no time frame it's like they, okay after they, midnight is that pacific uh, time they, is that east coast time? they cover and that whole thing in gremlins 2 and i love it it's one of the funniest scenes they in the do? movie. yeah they talk about time zones like what happens if they eat on an airplane and there's like a seed stuck in his teeth and then he crosses okay. into the neck it's a whole fantastic I, hilarious piece gremlins 2 can't recommend it enough check it out gremlins 2 fan cast everybody uh, <laughs> i guess i finally have to watch gremlins 2 i guess we'll be snark monkeying that what next week yeah, yeah next month <laughs> why not um I really enjoyed the trailers. <laughs> By the way, how many did you see? I saw four of them. I saw six. Did you see? They you went six? on for oh, well. ever. Yeah, we had I bad had boys. To pee by the time the trailers were done. <laughs> Would you like to speak now? Yeah. What, I, I mean, what can did I we say? S- one more thing. I oh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you? I, yeah. I, 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 may track. I? Yeah. Thank you, Jessica. Ooh, um. Thank you. Saucy. Um, <laughs> no, I, I liked, look at her dad. <laughs> I liked. I liked the Palpatine line. I've been every voice you've ever heard inside your yeah. head. Yeah. Uh, I liked that whole notion of Palpatine as this. Uh, I mean, in in purely mythological terms, as Satan, mm-hmm. right? As uh, the, the the notion of Ben being manipulated since the very beginning. Uh, it was interesting to me. Yeah. I'm uh, a cosine. And the fact that Pal- Palpatine is, and I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head right now, Ian, Ian McDermott. He is so dope yeah. that yeah. every time yeah. he's anywhere near the screen or yeah. 
in the franchise or off screen, he makes it better. Yeah. I was surprised actually the, how much I liked those scenes, oh, how creepy great. he was yeah. coming down with that whatever. I mean, and they didn't take any time to explain why he's connected to all this yeah, mechanism. Yeah. And I, I didn't need any world building nope. there. I bought into that immediately, mm, yep. and I thought that was weird and creepy and fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It was very Voldemorty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is my new adjective for everything now. Um, if, if, the word we, that we shall not speak. Oh. Well, we can talk. Um, right. One thing I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, as we have now delved into spoilerish uh, things, the one thing I didn't like mm. is that when it is the final battle, the final war, there have to be stakes. Oh, yeah. Somebody yeah. has to die yeah. and stay dead Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that didn't happen and there were a couple of cheats Mm -hmm. but it has to have an emotional gut punch and there we thought there were a couple but they were fakes and i that is that turned me a little bit i thought there were the stakes got blown out like out of proportion too quickly because like now there's like 30 death stars basically yeah because that those do i have it right those individual cruisers has a planet destroying yeah Yeah. Yeah. so that felt like it just went like whoa Oh, like way out of the yeah. out of the realm. Yeah, mm-hmm. First Order has. I have to say, their R and D department is pretty on point. They yeah. got their yeah. their advancing technology yeah. at a very they have a rapid dark rate. Tony Stark down there doing all. The <laughs> there we go. But yeah, that's I mean, what happened when he died. He went to. Yeah, I mean, I think he the, went to incel. The, the, the the Chewbacca's dead psych. Uh, thing was like that oh, me oh that dumb. Dumb. Do it let him go yeah. but, but how but, 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 powerful would it have been if he'd actually died yeah. Yeah. But, I but, but, mean, gut punch right yeah. or as we said the C3PO yeah. if they had been wiped yeah. forever and started from scratch yeah. I mean that's kind of yeah. an interesting thing it was such thing. a missed opportunity the one, the one thing I had fun with it and it, there was something bittersweet and sorrowful about him forgetting yes. everything that yeah. had come before I mean the moment he reintroduced himself with the exact same way he yeah. introduced himself it was just like yeah. there, there's that one little glimmer of like oh there's some, there's an idea yeah. 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 the one thing I will say is Chewbacca not being dead made for what I thought was was the most powerful, important part of the movie. He finally got his medal. Well, the not well that too, but like, but when, <laughs> but when he, but when he found out that Leia died, and yes. and he got he got to just let that roar go, yes. like that. I think was such a cathartic, like old fan, like celebration of Carrie Fisher too. That it was nice to see. However, it reminded me of what pissed me off in Jedi, <laughs> right? Because when Han died, he should have ripped apart every, every creature yeah, within yeah. part. He's like, right. oh no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do we want now that this is done? Oh, Chris, I got you I'm all good. excited. Do no, we want I'm, I'm, Do I'm we so want good. more <laughs> Star Wars movies? Uh, are we going to get Star yeah. Wars movies? I, are in what fashion are we going to get them or should we keep it in the mode that it's now is now, which is the animated series, the Mandalorian style series, are there uh, are there enough stories to tell? In a different way that this idea of tr- uh, they say they're not going to do these trilogies anymore, but right. do we need one off movies? Do we need uh, to see these characters again? Who has thoughts? I, I will say I'm going to co-sign with JK here. I, I, that, that warm, fuzzy blanket I talked about at the top of this, I'm content with folding it up and putting it away or maybe putting it in the blue recycling bin at this point. <laughs> I think whatever happens next, they need to earn my attention mm-hmm. and interest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be very hard pressed to get Gen X back into the film yeah. structure of mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. stories because mm-hmm. we they built it on our backs and then they broke our backs and then they tried to kind of spoon feed us something to make us go ah, at the very end and i'm just glad that it's done mm-hmm. and if they're going to come back and start making future movies like don't worry about us we we have our Star Wars stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go tell a different set of stories for a different generation. Gear them the way you want to gear them. Right. But let me know that in the trailer, and I won't go. I'm good. <laughs> like, don't come up with no more toys that I'm going to like. Don't just leave me. <laughs> don't, don't even put it in a galaxy a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That It can be in a galaxy right across the street mm-hmm. a short while ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll know, oh, this ain't for me. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm done. I don't need to see any more. I don't need to see any more of the Skywalker universe. Um, you, you've been giving me the same signs as far as Marvel, too. I mean, you're kind I need of... A break. You're, yeah. Like, I need a break. Cause spandex I'm, fatigue. Spandex. <laughs> and and what's, what the, the challenge with Marvel, and I know that they're going to get me, because they at least take their time. Yep. They are going to go 
they're not going to try and give us what we just got with the Infinity Saga. They're, they're smart enough to go, no, we gave you that. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to take you down a different journey. We're going to hop, skip, and a jump a few a, for a few years, and then we're going to jump. Then we're going to drop into something that's really interesting. And we're going to pull you all in, and then we're going to tie it all together. And you're going to go, oh, that was smart. Mm-hmm. That was really mm-hmm. well, well done. Piggybacking on that, though, Jason, is that Marvel has the advantage over the Star Wars stories in that they've got just such a large much deeper well to pull yep. from yep. to tell those stories and a lot of what's going on in the Star Wars universe with uh, you know Mandalorian and, and Rebels and all that is stuff that is being kind of made in the moment mm-hmm. and so in, in many ways Marvel has has the advantage in that I, I agree with you uh, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied that said if a new one comes out Look, we all know all of us are going to see it. There, there's, there's, oh, yeah, I'm so talking fucking shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're kidding yourself if you... Keep it 100. You, oh yeah, exactly. So, and we'll be back here, you know, bitching about it, too, three days later. And we know, well, look, I, I've already predicted the future, and that's my, that's my uh, yeah. force, force ability. Yeah. That's uh, of the day. But that said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying The Mandalorian mm-hmm. quite yeah. a bit. Okay. Um, the first three episodes were very good. The second three episodes were... Essentially the same thing, yeah. uh, one-off, uh, you know, backstory, backstory, setup, setup, setup. Uh, the l- most recent episode I thought was really good with good stakes and good emotion, and I'm excited for the finale. I All think right. it's a good, st- it's a, I, and I think you'd like it because it's it's very much a western. No, I'm 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 gonna dig in, and Alex and I started it together, and and I think we'll finish or we'll continue into it, uh, and also you know it's at this point it's gotten enough buzz out there in the in the universe. I'm curious. Uh, for Jessica and Alex, representing two gif- different generations, does does Star Wars moving forward mean something to you in a way that you are willing to follow along? Um, well, I would like to see more backstory kind of thing rather than continuing with the current plot. I would prefer maybe a backstory of Princess Leia while she was an Alderaan, and then it got blown up and... Now she's homeless and sad with no family. (laughs) But the current plot and the way it's going, I kind of just want to steal a pork and blow everything else up. Wow. Pork stealer. My my first relationship with Star Wars for real were the video games, and I found that I really enjoyed those stories a ton when they weren't focused directly on Jedi and the Force power users. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity, like things like The Mandalorian, to find these more pedestrian stories, these more human stories of because there's so much, um, uh, you know, texture in the universe. I think you could tell a lot of fun stories with different smugglers and like. I think the one-off thing is going to be the future for, of Star Wars, in my opinion. Mm. Um, oh, and I agree with you. And I'll go one further and say that the one-off stories, especially, and Jessica will back me up. Uh, we we fully believe Rogue One is my favorite movie yeah. of the entire it's series. Great. Oh, wow. mm. okay. Because it is just a standalone story. Um, it is basically the Dirty Dozen, which is awesome. Yeah. One and two, the way it just dovetails right into New Hope is, is had me. Uh, feeling Star Wars related feelings I hadn't felt since Empire Strikes Back but Rogue One for me is 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 the best. Mm, yeah. yeah. I think the idea uh, when you mentioned that that Mandalorian is basically a western. I think the idea of kind of appropriating genre and and finding uh, an inventive way to do Star mm-hmm. Wars like mm-hmm. I would be interested in seeing like a noir Star Wars series, like sure. al- yeah. almost a detective style, you know, rejigger the what they were hoping to do with Solo. But yeah, yeah didn't work. failed miserably. Yeah. But but something that's yeah. that's almost like a procedural in that world. Mm-hmm. I, I I think you know take that familiar sort of format. Maybe not that, but something like that that feels familiar. But you put it in this new landscape, and I'd be curious to see if you could pull that off. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to come down to you know they clearly have the money. They're going to attract good talent mm-hmm. and. And, and then kind of, you know, stay with the mythology and the canon that, that pre-exists so that the fans are happy. Um, with, traveling down the road of canon, the challenge is that they do have a ton of it. And they just haven't – they've been scratching the surface of the surface with yeah. the Skywalker story. Um, there's countless books that are out there that have great stories. Um, a friend of mine was cast as second sister in the new video game Fallen Order, mm-hmm. Jedi Fallen Order. And – I've been hearing about it and watching right. some of the clips of it. I'm going, why don't y'all tell these stories? Like, it's mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. interesting what they're doing cinematically in the video game world. And if they would travel down the, that line, if they would travel down that path, that would get me back. 
That's that's yeah. where I think they have a lot of. There's a lot of meat in there that they could dig into. They're, they're supposed to be. They keep talking about doing like the old Republic video games mm-hmm. from back in the early 2000s as like a new set of movies. Um, and those are those were great stories. And there's a lot of you can go back and like reestablish the Jedi like mythos and the rules and. I, I also thought you touched on this, JK, with the with the getting inside the head of a stormtrooper a little bit. Like mm-hmm. every time I kept seeing Richard E. Grant, who was essentially doing the best he could to play Peter Cushing. Um, <laughs> uh, but every time I saw him, because I like him as an actor, I kept wanting to go deeper into that world, the psyche of somebody working for the Empire. Yep. Yeah. Right? The family that he's got to feed, the yep. decisions that he has to make, and why, you know, on a that's personal level, that's yeah. interesting. Well, that's with regard to the Old Republic, now that they've got the uh, the Ben Kenobi series that's going to be coming out on uh, Disney Plus as well with right. Ewan McGregor, that might actually deal with Old Republic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, old, old Republic's way, way before. Oh, pre- not, oh, not, that, not Galactic no, Republic. Oh, like, yeah. oh you're like talking generations. Darth old. Revan and, yeah. and yeah. Malak okay. and all of that. That's, like, that's way, a long, long, long time ago. That's extremely long. Time ago. To know who these people no, 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 no fine. No. no, he's a big um, old nerd. <laughs> I, I do. I will say the one standalone movie I am the most interested in seeing is the woman who slept with crispy ass Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> that's that's the movie I want to see. I want to know who she is. I want to know how much he paid her. I want to know what happened because timeline wise, he had to have been post set on fire Mace Windu electrified face <laughs> and I want to know I want to see it go down so, so, so since we haven't really dealt with Ray's was lineage yet, yeah, was yeah. anybody surprised going in for the last three years ever since uh, Force Awakens I was the whole thing was what's Ray's lineage what's Ray's lineage mm-hmm. and I was 100% certain she was Kenobi like, you couldn't have steered me any other direction because mm, yeah. he was kind of rakish and, you know, he wouldn't have listened to the Jedi or- rules right. about not having kids and all that. And he was on Tatooine for a long time by himself. <laughs> so I, I thought for sure she was Kenobi. So to find out she's Palpatine, obviously they gave that away when we thought Chewie died. But that was kind of a light bulb moment for me, too. It's, it's also like, been, oh, a, it's okay. been a fan theory for a bit yeah. that has gotten a lot of momentum. So it, it didn't feel like a big surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does make sense, except for the fact that we're having a difficult time. You know, it's going to have a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's some there's some freaky ladies in uh, a long time ago. In a galaxy galaxy far, far away, yeah. I mean, far, far, far away is a freaky galaxy. <laughs> Hear me out. He went back to the cantina okay. from the first one, uh-huh. found some. Weird lady, uh-huh. probably mm-hmm. working for deceased Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and done. I like it. Yeah. I would watch that yeah. movie. Yeah, right, a hundred percent. Right, we know you would. Right, oh. <laughs> I would watch that over and over. <laughs> that, the, the one, the one Star thing, Wars After Dark. <laughs> the, too bad Disney won't ever go for that. Uh, the yeah. one thing about Ray's lineage, though, that that you did remind me of is it's crazy to me that both Luke and Leia knew who she was. Is there like a baby yeah. registry somewhere that people are like, yeah, like right? oh, I see you're force sensitive. Let me just check and see who your parents are. Oh, Ooh. Palpatine. Okay. 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 Like, I just was like, how, how does everybody know? How does everybody know? <laughs> yeah, but, which which is interesting because Justin and I were talking this on the cars. How, how did they know that she was Palpatine? Right. Yeah. But... Leia shouldn't have known. Should have ideally known she was Skywalker, and certainly in, in New Hope, uh-huh. Vader uh-huh. should have known uh-huh. he was in front of his daughter. Uh-huh. If, if if the Force is that, so and how did Snoke are, not know then? Right. If if Palpatine's like you're my granddaughter, and then how did Snoke not know? Like how how he created Snoke. How did Kylo like, he had, you, know? No, like you saw the jar that he had Snoke in. Yeah. Like he created him, so he was did like he created him to not know. He created him, man. When you create something, you <laughs> decide oh. Wait, does that make her Snoke's brother? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. This is getting a little open. too far and this a little too This is the movie I want to see. Yeah. Disney. So, somebody's got to put like a gene, a twenty three and me genealogy chart. <laughs> Henry Louis Gates is available to do the DNA <laughs> testing. <laughs> well, look, uh, I, I, no matter what we say in here about this uh, last movie, the, there is so much affection. Obviously, the fact that we are here to talk about this, that we mm-hmm. are so invested in it, the, the let's you know give a little bit of a tip of a hat mm-hmm. to George Lucas for actually conjuring this out of his imagination and creating this phenomenal thing that has just become this worldwide 
you know, if there's anything in the world we can agree on right now is that we're interested in Star Wars, <laughs> and we will probably be for the rest of our lifetime mm-hmm. in some way connected to it. So um, I would like to uh, wrap up this uh, final uh, Snark Monkey, and only like the second one of 2019. Of the 20-teens um, in yeah, general. 20 teens. Oh, that's right. The end of a, It's the end of an era and a decade. Um, so uh, before we give up all of our healing life force to uh, somebody else uh, in the universe, uh, I would like to, outside of the Star Wars universe, outside of uh, any of the other things we might have talked about, can any of us go through and look at some of the things that brought us great joy in 2019 whether they're star wars or marvel or whatever related and uh i will i will start to give you guys because i didn't give you warning ahead of time but uh is there anything pop culture wise that you really just gave brought you great joy and uh, off the top of my head i uh kind of followed the pack and listened to the buzz and my wife and i jammed through two seasons of succession on hbo and it is just horribly bad people doing terrible things to each other and it's so much fun to watch because it makes your family look so close to normal um it is really satisfying and i've enjoyed every moment of the just the delicious terrible stuff that these white people are doing to each other (laughs) with with all this money they've got that's called america yeah it's it's pretty fascinating also um uh, I I did see Parasite, uh, you, which you have to see. Amazing. I I I don't think anything has else has lived up to that. And Jojo Rabbit might be a close second for me because uh, I found great joy in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I think of anything else, I'll tack it on here at the end. But also just getting to see you guys again and meeting Jessica, who is delightful, and uh, having my son back. Uh, in Southern California after years of living on the East Coast is the greatest joy uh, we could have ever asked. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Calloway. Like, Shut up, Dad. And also take the time to tell what else you might have going on that people uh, should check out. about that okay. stuff? Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, I, I All the things that you cited, uh, I also enjoyed. Fleabag was an enormous, yes. probably yes. one of the best things I've ever seen on television. Uh, Watchmen, although uh, confusing and mind-blowing at points, is certainly something I've never seen on television. But to circle back... Uh, I'm not sitting here talking about Fleabag or Watchmen. I don't know any of you guys. If I didn't go to the Fox 4 Theater in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 42 years ago and see Star Wars 11 times in a row and spend all of my lawn mowing money that I earned that summer to see it again and again and have this epiphany as a kid in Tulsa that, oh, that's a thing that you can do. For a living, I had no idea how to get there at that point, but just to introduce this idea that these creative talents can get together and create a world was mind blowing for me. So, I, I no matter how much we want to criticize uh, Rise of Skywalker, uh, I'm not here without this franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chris McGann. Um, I mean, uh, Watchmen too. I've I've been loving, and I'm glad I'm glad to Wait, see there's it. There's already a Watchmen two. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Ew, yeah, 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 yeah. that was my fun laugh. Um, also, uh, I uh, Gremlins two. Clearly, I need to bring up again as, as an amazing movie uh, because it's a great movie in its own right and a brilliant parody of the source material. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, but he's he's actually not wrong, by the way. Gremlins, <laughs> Gremlins two is awesome. Fantastic. This is not it's the great. first time I've heard this, yeah. and I've just never seen it. Yeah. Um, I also um, this might have flown under the radar a little bit, but Ready or Not is uh with adam brody and a bunch of other people whose name is samara weaving and um other people uh is a fantastic uh thrill ride of a of a movie if you guys haven't seen it um uh it's this woman marries into a gaming empire and has to play a game of hide and seek for her life and it is fantastic and just nonsensical and just just fun um but i uh uh, I too like think about that a lot. Like as as I was walking out of Rise of Skywalker, how much um, Star Wars like opened my eyes to how storytelling could go and stuff mm-hmm. early on in my life, and and made me go, I want to do that. I want to be out there uh, in the stars, specifically with, with aliens. <laughs> um, but I'm bad at astronauting, so here I am. <laughs> um, uh, but um, yeah, yeah, awesome. That's, that's what I got there. J.K. Jason Kelly. Um, 
when they see us on Netflix. Mm. Ava DuVernay rocked my world mm -hmm. watching that. Um, there were so many incredible performances uh, to see the uh, complete and total breakdown of the family unit and how police work at that time was forced and corrupted upon an entire community just to for, so one person could get her get her man basically um but Jarrell jerome's performance in that uh should not have gone unnoticed in the golden globe nom nominations this year mm -hmm. nor should that entire um series been unnoticed and unnominated but uh, i'm glad they put it out there because they didn't put it out there for the globe they put it out there for everybody to go oh this is a version of what happened or what could have happened and i i'm grateful that she made it um I'm also shouting out one of my best friends. I'm so happy to see him having his moment after everything he has been through with the Star Wars, um, his Star Wars journey. I'm at best hosting mm. the new oh, Jedi yeah. Temple Challenge that's mm. coming on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, had a tear coming down my eye, my cheek when I was saw the announcement because he's gone through a lot, put up with a lot, and he's. I've never seen an individual take so much. And still stay as strong and as positive as he is, um, and a real light. Um, so it's, I'm grateful to see him out there uh, cool. shining again. And yeah. I can't wait to see. He's been it. out there over the past year talking very openly about after uh, Phantom Menace how yeah. he seriously considered taking his own life yeah. at one point, and yeah. that's um, and that just shows you the the darkest side of fandom yep. when things uh, take an ugly turn through nobody's fault other than just trying to do good work and being part of something that they thought it. was going to be a glorious uh, thing to, yeah. to be connected to. Mm -hmm. uh, so good on him. And, and that was, that's, that all happened pre-social media too. Yeah. Today, all it, would be, it would be yeah. a well, thousand uh, times worse. Way, drastically worse. Well, yeah. no right. wordplay intended, but give Ahmed our best. And yeah. uh, He's rock solid. I saw him last night. Yeah, good. He's good. All right. He's good. Love that guy. Yeah, uh, so for me... Um, Mikey Amber. Yes, I haven't seen Watchmen yet. It is on the binge list, and I'm on hiatus now, so uh, I will be getting to it. But for me, I'm, I'm just happy with 2019 in the way that so much good or bad has resolved like we've we've finished the star wars saga we finished this version this part of the marvel saga we finished again good or bad game of thrones it's there's a lot of closure the trump saga that ended uh today so that was cool well, I, no. really, yeah. <laughs> I, hadn't, I, haven't, I haven't seen um oh you haven't yet. checked the news no, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, the news is for suckers um so, so I just I like that a, a lot of of fandom is is reaching conclusions this year, and so that's been nice because it's it's such a burden to stay on top of all that stuff. Uh, for me, the pop culture thing that is coming to mind it's not film, it's not TV. Again, you may actually be aware, uh, privy to this. Um, the X Men comic books have been bad for a long time, and they rebooted the entire series with House of X and Powers of X, and basically re-established and rewrit the entire rewrote, excuse me, the entire canon behind uh, the formation, the creation of the uh, the X teams and mutants in general, and mutant life in specific, and it totally turned the entire X Men universe on its Ooh. side. 180 degrees from what you expect and it is brilliant it's fantastic i like i you're you're right i i don't know how i forgot about it i love it all the almost all the books that have come out of it i've really been loving the journeys they've taken post, good enough post. to be the basis for a potential absolutely expansion yeah. into other media uh, you know what it's enough of an original concept i mean because they have really re rewritten the entire canon and backstory of of mutantdom that um it could dovetail itself Ooh. into uh the greater mcu that way be good timing yeah. jessica what about you well even though i'm not too much of a fan of star wars i know without my dad have showing it to me i would have never gotten into pop culture geek culture or a new thing that my dad do my dad and i do which is we binge 80s movies on mm. friday nights <laughs> you got one in particular that uh what do you like die hard is not a christmas oh. movie <laughs> it is a christmas movie there was a tree and a santa claus <laughs> and the woman the wife's name is holly yeah. by the way i hear gremlins 2 is amazing you should check it out <laughs> <laughs> not, not an 80s movie, though. It's a 90s movie. Oh, I just want to Do I have to watch that. Gremlins first? Gremlins 1 and also Christmas movie. Also Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Alexander Morgan. Yes, sir. 
Um, I think uh, everything you guys mentioned, I think, is amazing. So I think I'm going to stay Star, Star Wars focused. Um, one good example of something I've been binging that is in Star Wars canon and is homegrown is a podcast uh, called The Campaign Podcast. It's a couple of IO Chicago improvisers doing an improvised Shakespeare story or Shakespeare, Jesus, Star Wars. <laughs> They do it all in verse. Um, <laughs> no, but it's a really good example of how you can take uh, a really rich uh, thing, a piece of lore, and, and make it something really uh, listenable and enjoyable and, and casual. It's like a very easy listen. Uh, and then the other thing I just want to mention is like I came in here with a lot of heat. And um, <laughs> this this franchise did not start with my generation. And I think it's very easy for millennials to look at a lot of things um, that we have been gifted and blessed, and be like, "Well, that sucks." Uh, one of the coolest moments for me, actually, walking out of the out of that movie, was seeing a kid humming the John Williams theme as we walked out, mm-hmm. and how that was like a strangely emotional thing for me of how timeless the music is in that film, and how it'll it'll probably permeate until the end of time. Mm-hmm. And that's a really really powerful thing. Of that franchise for me, and um, really grateful for John Williams. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's similar to what uh, Trey said earlier. Is that uh, you know we all wouldn't be in this room without it. Uh, I wouldn't have gone to USC and had the experiences that I had if I hadn't heard of somebody named George Lucas and aspired to do that. Despite the path that my life took, uh, I would not trade that for anything. Um, there's so much joy and so much excitement of discovering that world and also, as Trey said, discovering that you can be that creative. I mean, one of the things that George Lucas said early on was that all he was doing was making something that he would want to see. Cliffhangers and and, uh, all those things that that he felt passionate about as a kid and brought them into something that we had never seen before. Uh, I, I, as well, remember the absolute thrill at the end of... The, in 1977, when I was there on opening weekend at Windwood Cinema in Odessa, Texas, and that theme that Alex mentions comes up, and the thrill of that just wipe uh, of George Lucas's credit coming up, uh, somebody in the theater decided that it would be a great place to hang a disco ball and shine a light on it, so there were stars floating around you as we all got up, and collectively people walked out excited and breathless and filled with just pure joy of this thing they had seen. It was a feeling I had never had and a collective feeling that I think we have all had in one way or another at some point. And uh, that's an amazing thing. So thank you for expressing all this and uh, playing with me in this space. And Hopefully, we can find something else that brings us joy in 2020. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, it. you guys. Hey, uh, here's something that would bring you joy. Get a monkey. Get a um, monkey. Monkeys why, are awesome. Why is this called Snark Monkey? It, you know, we'll talk off mic, Jessica. It's a long <laughs> story. Do you have an extra hour? Because it is. <laughs> started uh, in the Trey Calloway, thank you. Chris thank McGann, you. thank you. Jason Kelly, <laughs> Michael Ambers, Jessica Ambers, uh, Alex, Alex Morgan. Uh, thank you <laughs> so much. <laughs> and now the majestic theme. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.